and welcome to the second season of the Yamcast, where we help young adults navigate this world and assist anyone in starting a young adult ministry. We do this by going through some books of the Bible that we are currently going through with our own young adult group. I am one of your hosts, Erica Haas. And I'm the other host, Chris Stukenberg. We love to guide this age group through life and their faith. And this season, we're actually going to cover the book of Ruth. Uh-huh. And we're super excited about it. So if you'd like to know more, check us out at Instagram at the EMCast or Facebook at EMCastPod. Or you can email us at EMCastPod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please share with your friends because we all know that sharing is caring. Subscribe, rate, and review on any of the podcast platforms. All right, monthly five coming at you. It helps that I only had a half day today, so I don't need like a fifteen minute it's buffer. Delightful. You know, yeah. like let's get ready. No, I'm I'm ready. I mean, cool. it was just at the dentist, so it kind of gave me a headache, like sitting there with my head back and off to the side. And anyways, the dentist is always a delightful experience. It was. It was actually not. It's not. It's not usually bad for me. Oh, but. The dentist left and she's still typing and I'm still laying there like and it tilts you back, you know, and I'm like, is somebody going to somebody going to come get me? Anyways, I kind of have like a slight headache, which is so annoying. So you were there but... for five hours? No, I was there at three and I was done at four. That's good. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't lose as much blood from my gums this time, which is always a good thing. That's a that's a blessing. Yeah. So. And I don't think she had to like scrape as much off as she usually does either. So that was also good. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You all wanted to know about my dental hygiene habits, right? Sure. Sure. So I saw you guys were over yonder. Everything's going well over there? Yeah. There's a little party happening across the street today. Mm -hmm. We're in a block party for the apartment complex across the street from the church. So our students are on a little mini missions trip this week where they're serving people around the community and the block party's part of it. Seeing as, yeah, all of our things got canceled as long with everybody else's things that got canceled. So yeah, thanks, COVID. Made, what do they call it? COVID. Lemonade with lemons? They, make it, they call it COVID. Oh. Okay. Oh, you're saying the saying? Yeah. Yeah, make lemonade out of lemons. But they call it COVID. It's it's coronavirus ID nineteen. What? What are you talking about? What is that? No. <laughs> we got to get this done. So James. Oh yeah, let's James go. James can go back to his I do party. Need, I actually need to leave by five. So. Well, then let's go. <laughs> um. All right. So it's our monthly five. It is. End of G- of January. <laughs> wow. This is going great. July. July. Wow, that was in unison. July. That was in sync. Um, bye, so. Bye, bye. What? Yeah. We've moved into streak mode. We have not moved into actually. Is this only habits. three? I think it's three four. Three in a row. It's our fourth monthly five, but it's our third month in a row of actually doing it. Oh, did we, we skip be- something? We began it, then we, we didn't do it monthly for a little bit, and then we started doing it monthly. So here okay. we are. We are. We are here. So the first question we like to deal with is, what are you reading? Yeah, that is our first question, isn't it? So, Erica, what are you reading? I, you know, as usual, there's some of those that are still lingering around because I pick them, up, pick them up and don't pick them back up. But the one that I'm reading right now is Enter Wild by uh, Carlos Whitaker. 
kind of started following him on the socials. Actually, just face or actually just Instagram. So, um, during Corona, and he has good things to say. And a book came out in January, June. What is wrong with me? June. In fairness, it's all J months. It is. If you they were get saying you. like the beginning of March and you meant June, then we'd have problems. Okay. But at uh, least you're I also saying. think Corona just throws everything off, right? Yeah, I have no idea what day of the week it is, nor what day of the month it is. Yeah. What? Monday. I hope that it's July. So anyways, his book came out in June and I decided to buy it and it's been pretty good. So uh, basically it kind of talks about kind of, it's one of those books about stop living the mundane Christian life. He has so much more for you and it's about entering wild. So that kind of a deal. So first is enter rest, then it's enter war. Like he has different sections in his book about different things to enter until you can enter wild. So it's pretty good though. Okay. I enjoy it. That sounds good. Yeah. What about you? I'm reading lots of dumb things because that's my life. Because of sermon prep? No. I wish it was for sermon prep. So oh, I, okay. I am uh, about to enter into another doctorate class. Oh. This one's on writing my final paper, my major project. So in order to do that, they gave us a class that teaches us how to write long papers. Which, if you're this far into schooling... I'm greatly looking forward to it. I would hope you would kind of know, right? Is, it's kind of a different type of paper. I mean, I know it's a longer paper, but... Like over 100 pages. You just stretch everything out. I wish that was the case. <laughs> so the two books that I... I've had to read three books for the class already. About writing long papers? Yes, and there's many more books coming in the next couple of weeks. Those do sound like dumb books. Here's the book I'm reading. One is called Qualitative Research... That sounds fun. The other book is called Qualitative Research. <laughs> They're the same book? No. Essentially? Different books, different titles. Same title, different books, different concept for both. They were both uh, real page turners. Um, I, Probably like, as good as, as the As in you mean reading. just flipping through? Uh, no, I read them because I have to for my class. Real page turners. I didn't fall asleep at all. <laughs> then the other book that I'm re I had to read for classes called The Listening Life by McHugh. It's okay. decent. Listening Life. Yeah. So he's talking about how to listen listening? to God and oh. trusting him. Okay. And then the book that I'm actually enjoying right now is called Becoming the Gospel by Michael Gorman. Do you uh, have to read that for class? Or no, is that this just is you? just okay. the only book I'm reading right now that I like. And holy cow, it's good. My friend J.D. Elgin sent it to me and said, you need to read this. And I am loving it. So thanks, J.D. Here's a little shout out to J.D. Elgin. So yeah, Becoming the Gospel of Michael That Gorman. actually sounds pretty good. What he's doing is he's building the case that Paul is teaching the church how to actually share their faith and do that. And I'm convinced. I was convinced before, but I'm even more convinced now. So That sounds good. Yeah. Um, that last one sounds interesting. So to our next question. What are we listening to? Yeah. What are you listening to? You took to, the Erica? words out of my mouth. I was going to actually say that oh, one. <laughs> This episode, <laughs> compared to the other ones, has a lot less notes than we normally have. And so I was not sure that Erica knew what the next question oh, was. I, oh, But she does. I'm yeah. impressed. That's exciting. I did. All right. So why don't you ask me the question then? Chris, what are you listening to? Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for asking. You're Erica. welcome. I am uh, listening to Still the Bayma podcast. I'm about 130 episodes into it oh in a couple of months. It's, I'm, I'm blowing through Chugging it. Chugging away. Yeah, it's good. And then uh, I'm also 
last couple of weeks, my kids have been wanting to listen to music while we're in the car more than podcasts. It's really weird. <laughs> they hate podcasts. They just, Stop talking to me. I don't know. I don't play my podcast with them in the car. That would be weird, but they just don't like what I listen to. So I decided to introduce Coldplay to my musical uh, daughter. Okay. Uh, Dylan loves music. She loves playing violin. So she loved Coldplay, I think. They are good. And then all of us love Matt Kearney. We're just huge Matt Kearney mm-hmm. fans. So the other day, Heidi and I were driving around. She's like, let's listen to Matt Kearney. And we did. And she's like, man, I just forget how much I love him when I it's listen so to It's so true. It's just good, catchy, fun music. A song will come up on something, usually like My Discover Weekly or whatever. And I'll be like, that's Matt Kearney, isn't it? And I'll look at me like, and it's just good. It, just it is. It kind of gets you kind of moving a, a little bit. A little bit of hip hop, a little bit of not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of hip hop, a little bit of not. That's probably the best way to describe him because it's clearly hip hop, uh, but it also is every song has something different that has nothing to do with hip hop. So it's weird. That's good. I like it. Little folk sometimes, little uh, you know, little acoustic magic. It sometimes. is. He like puts a lot of things That's together. What I'm saying. He's a he's a genius. He's I good. know. I enjoy him. So what are you listening to? You know, that's a good question, Christopher. That's a really good question. Right now. How about we quit stalling? I am. <laughs> no, I have answers. <laughs> um, so right now, it I mean, it's the usual podcast, my podcast, Bible Binge. Um, Annie F. Downs has a great podcast, but her Ennea Summer right now where she has two people on that are from each number for each episode. And so you can listen to those and. I find them very informative just to how people, how to relate to different people, how it makes their minds work, that sort of thing. So I really am staying on top of listening to those. She has episodes that come out Monday and Thursday, so they kind of keep you busy. But besides that, just random playlists, old worship playlists, those sorts of things. I always enjoy pulling back out. So that's, that's about it. Not a ton listening to this this time around. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So what are you learning these days? You know. This is question number three, by the way, everyone. Yes. So it's really interesting going back to work after a quarantine, like after having a ton of free time and really hoping to bring back in those things that you learned and habits that you are starting to bring into your life during the quarantine and trying to bring them back into when you're working full time. And it's kind of impossible, to be honest. I'm struggling with like not just working all the time. So I have brought into my life like I I take a half a day every week because I can in the summer uh, or a full day off every week to try to just bring back some of those routines and cleaning things and whatnot around the house, just a lot of that stuff. But, um, but I think really what I'm trying to continue to learn is, yeah, how do I, while I'm working full time, cause that will be a thing for the f- foreseeable future. How do I still have good habits of self care and getting stuff done around the house and loving the people around me when I've worked nine hours that day? Well, technically eight, but an hour break, I'm at work for nine hours and then I still need to like make dinner and get stuff done around the house. So before it was like, well, this is just life. And then you go to stop for 10 weeks and then you're like, whoa, I kind of liked some of these rhythms. And then you go back to working full time and you're like, wait, how do I, 
how do I balance this a little bit more? So I'm still really trying to learn. Yeah. Because I don't think we're supposed to work as much as we were working. I think we'll all go back to working probably the same exact amount because we're Americans. But I don't think that that's necessarily what how we're meant to live life. So trying to learn that. Thoughts on that? No. I've never thought that before, so I'm just thinking it through. Because mm. I've had vacations where I'm leaving and coming home, and I'm like, oh, I wish this could go on forever. But I don't really mean it because I like what I do. Like in my head, I'm kind of thinking, it'd be great to keep this vacation going, but I also want to get back and get moving on stuff. And COVID was less of a vacation for me as it was for some other folks. So I've just never had that thought of, oh man, what if I had nothing to do? Like my first sabbatical is coming up next year. That is probably going to be torture for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just, you're causing me to dread the idea of that. So that's helpful. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So what are you uh, learning these days, Christopher? Yeah. So I'm learning how to do research projects. Cause Yay. I actually liked the research aspect of <clears throat> papers. I just didn't really always enjoy formulating the argument and making all of this stuff make sense. I liked the learning about it. it was, yeah. So I like the research aspect. It's the, this all needs to be cohesive and in a grid order and grammar yeah, I, and... I love the idea blah. of research. Yeah. But this particular project is going to need some type of scientific data to back it up. And that part just terrifies me a little bit. Oh, yeah. So if I were doing a PhD, I would just read a bunch of books and then make an argument that says, this is where I think, and everyone would go, I don't agree with you. And you would go, okay. And only one person would ever read the paper. Uh, this particular paper is going to be, it takes up to 18 months, but you have to have an actual like scientific data. So do you have to do like portion. a case study or something? Something. Like that? So what I'm thinking about doing is creating uh, at least a couple of different discipleship type groups and doing them purposefully different and then somehow quantifying people before they start and then after and seeing which one of those groups is best uh, for learning. Mm. But I don't know if that's possible. So we'll see. It's possible my idea is so dumb that nobody will let me write on it and so then I have to come up with some paper that I really don't want to write, which will be fun. So I find all that out this week. Like, think about it. If you were somewhat passionate about something oh, I know. and you wanted to write on it and then you're told, no, you can't do this. You need to do this. And you go, I don't want to do that. And then you just trudge through it and get a degree. That's really hard to do research on. Yeah. And I hope I don't have to do that. So that's the only, yeah, that's why I've always enjoyed the research is because I enjoy what I'm learning about. Right. But if you don't. Ugh. As far as, I mean, I'm always learning something mm -hmm. or multiple things, but. When I'm in the throes of, because my class starts next week, like all I think about is this this thing. So, glad it's you and not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so next question. Question number what four. What you watching? Right. I know these things. Do you have these all memorized? Like the back of my hands. Sit and think about them at night. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, so I'm watching. Well, I'm watching all kinds of things. I shouldn't say that. My family is watching all kinds of things. Sometimes I'm playing a video game on my phone while they're watching things. Uh, but recently, 
we realized my one daughter had never seen Little Mermaid. Like the old. Yeah. So we whipped oh. that out and that was great. And they're like, this is kind of scary. And I'm like, it is kind of scary. That's yeah. why we didn't show it to you when you were a little kid. But now that you're true. not a little kid, you can be scared and it's fine. So we did that. And then uh, I, I mentioned, I wanted to say this months ago, but I don't know why I never did. Or maybe I did, and I, but I just want to bring it up again. The Chosen. You have. But I want to say it again, yeah. like a thousand times. People need to watch the show. It's unbelievable. So I started working through it a little bit again, just on my own, kind of thinking about things. Partly because if I'm going to talk about discipleship, it might be a helpful element to pull into mm-hmm. the discipleship conversation. But man, The Chosen, so good. And you it's free. It. Download the app. It is free, but you can also help them create other seasons by yes. paying for it. So. Yes. Because are they already starting that right now? Uh, they're a little over halfway with season two. Funding it? Financially. Okay. So if they get their full amount for season two, then they'll they'll finish season two. And if you give like $1,000, I think you get to be in the Sermon on the Mount. So What? So if we've got any big donors out there. Get on that. Go ahead and do that and then put my name in instead of yours. That'd be helpful. <laughs> I'll be in the Sermon on the Mount video. <laughs> what are you watching, Erica? You know, I am watching lots of different things. There's things that I like to watch when I'm, you know, doing dishes or whatever, and I don't really have to pay attention all that much. There's things that I watch just with Aaron, or there's things that I watch possibly just with my mom or just fun things. So I do end up watching a lot of different things at one give, any given time. I did see that... Uh, Netflix started Unsolved Mysteries. I used to love that show, except I liked that show because usually they showed an update at the end of the episode. We don't have those on Netflix. So just so you know, there there is no like icing on the cake with these. Uh, I mean, one thing we learned even with like just the podcast Up and Vanish, which was great, just putting more attention on it can bring things to the surface, which is good. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's no like... Since this last aired, which I think I really great, did yeah. enjoy with the old Unsolved Mysteries, but it still was very interesting. Also, Supermarket Sweep. Oh, Wait, so are you, telling so me, old. are you telling me that Unsolved Mysteries, none of those mysteries have been solved? Well, but but the old Unsolved Mysteries that we used to I'm watch aware. on TV, yeah. they did sometimes have them solved when they would air them. They would them. show it like episode two, and mm-hmm. then like season three, they would come back and go, hey, yes. episode two, this happened, da-da-da, and yeah. this is what da da But anyways... I just realized maybe I, because also that was what, 20 years ago? Longer than that, maybe. Anyways. Some of them are longer than that. Cause I was and so kid. obviously I have a foggy memory with it. And I think I always thought that every episode had that and no, they don't. Most so, of them did not. But anyways, they're still really interesting. Supermarket Sweep. Oh my word. We, we I had, loved that show. We had forgotten how dumb it was. <laughs> it is. And we started watching it with the girls it. and we're like, this is really stupid. And we're like, oh, we forgot that that's how that worked. And yeah. Oh, that's right. We're also like, why are they so close together on that? Like, why can't they space them out a little bit more? They're literally like, that wouldn't be COVID. I mean, that would not be COVID. Okay. So with that in mind, coming back to that, as you're watching the various things on TV, do you find yourself watching people shake hands and think they shouldn't be doing that? Well, I did think when they were standing so closely, like all the contestants in Supermarket Sweep, I'm like, why are they so close? Well, first of all, they just needed more space, to be honest. But also, I was like, that wouldn't be able to happen nowadays. But I'm just saying TV is ruined for me. Like mm. there are moments on shows right now where people are like walking into like a like a convenience store in a movie and I'm thinking to myself, why aren't they having a mask on? Oh, see, I'm not doing that. I, it's so weird. That like, is, I've been yeah. completely conditioned in the last 16 weeks uh, not to agree with everything, but I'm just saying 
that you're like, wait. Everywhere you go, you see someone wearing a mask or wearing gloves. Why is that, or why not is that shaking big hands, group meeting? Right? And I yeah. make jokes with people all the time, like, oh, it's COVID. I'm not allowed to shake your hand. Oh, I can't hug you. It's COVID. And then I watch people on shows do it. And I'm like, they're breaking the rules. And I'm like, oh, this was shot like 20 years mm-hmm. ago. What am I doing? Yeah. I have problems. But Supermarket Sweep is great just to watch for nostalgia. It's not good by any means, but <clears throat> it's and fun. It, and it's always important to touch the TV, find out what the secret product is, and get it because those people always win. Oh, yeah. If you don't get one of the big giant things or if you don't get the secret product, you aren't winning. Yeah. Got to get the turkeys. Got to get the specialty meat and cheeses. Got to get the diapers. <laughs> I learned all those things. Yeah, diapers and heavy mm-hmm. meat, big time, like the turkeys. and. The, yep. Those things are beefy. Oh, this They're skirts. not beefy. They're turkeys. <laughs> They're like, those skirt sticks go for $35. I'm glad they found those. Yeah. But the host is awesome, but really annoying. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is super annoying. Yeah. But fun to watch. But it is very fun to watch. Back when, the, so that's how game shows were meant to be played back in the day. Back in the day. Corny and. $5,000. Can you imagine? Because yeah, they really don't win very much. You, it was like the greatest uh, business mar- move of all time. Like, you get $5,000. Woohoo! Whereas, like, the contestants on a loan get half a million or a million when they win. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different situation. That is one show that you were talking about that I need to watch. Oh, Alone. Yeah, uh-huh. That's the best. Alone. All right. So, what are you watching? I did. I told you. I told you that already. Oh, you. <laughs> You did, didn't you? What did you? I don't even remember. The Little Mermaid. Oh, The Little Mermaid and Chosen. Yep. I'm yeah. sorry. Wow. It's okay. I just got so focused on Supermarket Sweep. I feel like there was something else I was going to say about what I was watching, but I can't remember now. And Because you're I, totally prepared. <clears throat> you know, I just wanted this to be fresh, and I just really wanted it's to, you great. know, have a conversation with you. So. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So, but those are two things that, yes, I have been watching and enjoying. All right. So what is on your heart these days? It's the fifth question. Um, you know, I feel like lots of things. <clears throat> so I got to clear my throat. You got choked up there. I did. It sounded like I did. Okay. Side note. When I was at the dentist waiting to go in, I was wearing my mask in the waiting room and then I get a tickle on my throat and I'm like, oh my, no, this can't be happening. And so I'm trying to like discreetly cough, but I'm like, this is not fixing it. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. So then I just full on cough, but I'm like, they're going to think that I lied on all of the questionnaires that I'm not COVID infested. So I was just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really bad. So I basically just willed myself, like swallowed a ton and just willed myself not to cough. It was that's, the, that's not healthy. It was the worst. It was it was the worst. Anyways, that's a so side you, note. So you lied on the questionnaire and didn't tell me you were COVID positive? I, <laughs> no, Christopher, <laughs> I did not. You no. Just, you should have just told me. But America. I just was coughing. And I'm like, they're going to think that I have it. I Anyways. Have, my allergies have been brutal this year. They're, mm-hmm. be- they're getting better now. They're tapering off. But there have been so many times where I'm in a store and I'm coughing due to al- only because of allergies. No other reason. And I know when I'm sick and when I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing here like everyone thinks I'm running around with the COVID. Don't worry, it's not Rona. So I think, I guess what's been, I mean, this is like a small thing that's been on my heart, is just realizing more and more that there are there are 
going to be pros and cons or goods and bads or things you like or things that you don't like with almost every single thing that you do in your life. So in the past with where I've worked, I have like I've always in the summers, I've always had tons of children, like 25 to 30 kids in my classroom for summer programming. And I'm always just basically feeling like I'm just managing them all of the time. I usually love the people that I work with, don't really have a ton of issues there, but I just, it's just always so hard with the kids. Whereas this year, it's like the opposite. Like I'm finding that I am loving my class because I have less than 10. It's a beautiful thing. I don't care if we make as much of a mess because there's only 10 of them. Whereas if when I have 25 to 30, we make a mess, it's just like, we make a mess, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas I find it, we have, in the past, I've only had to work with one other teacher in the upper grade, like an in in actual elementary with the kids. Whereas this year, I'm working with four other teachers, which just adds a level of, yeah, stress and things that I haven't had to deal with in the past. So it's just interesting looking that I'm like, in the past, the kids have always been, not the issue, but just harder to deal with. Whereas this year, like I love the kids and then there's other things that have kind of taken that place and just realizing that that's okay. Like there's going to be things that you love, things that you maybe don't love, things that are going great, things that you wish were different. And that's probably going to be in every single area of your life. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's wrong. That doesn't mean that anything needs to change. That doesn't mean that you need to get out and quit. Like I think sometimes we think Oh, I just can't handle this this right now. And we just think that we need to quit and we need to be done. And it's like, no, I actually think that you're going to have all of that everywhere, no matter where you are, in every phase, area, whatever. And that's okay. So I think that's been on my mind this summer. What about you? Uh, what am I... What's in my heart? I don't know. Yeah. All right, we're good. No, I'm just kidding. My heart, I don't have one. What is that? I think the biggest <laughs> thing that I'm thinking through is just um, we're approaching fall, and normally we're gearing up for a big ministry year, but I'm watching everything play out going, what is fall ministry going to look like here? And then that leads me to asking questions like, okay, so, yeah, I'll back it up and say it this way. I took this job in November. I I was moved into a different position. And so I've been learning it from then. And there's some things I feel like I've done well. There's a lot of things that I wish I could go back and do over again. That kind of speaks to what you're saying. Like there's always goods and bads to everything. Mm -hmm. But I just started learning this job and then the world ended. (laughs) And then there's a big part of a lot of us, I think right now that are thinking when this first started, we were told a couple of weeks and then it felt like the end was never in sight. And then all of a sudden we were allowed to start doing some things again, but not everything. And then we were allowed to do a few more things and then a few more things. And now we've moved kind of to the place where everyone's terrified I shouldn't say that. A big chunk of our population is terrified. The rest of the population is convinced this is the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened and it's all a lie. I think both extremes are wrong. 
personally. I think that us landing a little closer to the middle, realizing this is a serious thing. It's a virus that's definitely dangerous, maybe not as dangerous as we've been hyped to believe, but definitely not a minimal thing that we should just kind of slough off and act like it's not a big deal. So if I'm landing more in the middle, then I I have to ask the questions of, okay, so what are we going to do with the normal ministry experience? And so I asked that question about, you know, children's ministries or youth ministries or, you know, Sunday morning. And I remember saying, you know, in past podcasts, should we, should Sunday morning be as big of a thing as it is? I think I'm kind of glad that we all realize, oh, I can, it's okay. We could, we can do things different and still worship Jesus and we're great. But where I'm at is just kind of looking at the future going, all right, so what does that mean for us? And what is that, you know, what are we going to try to accomplish this fall? And again, back to what I said a little bit ago, I've never done this job before. So not only am I learning how to do the job, you know, I would normally be approaching my first fall going, all right, here, here's what we're going to kind of think through and help lead the church. And now I'm going, I don't even know what we're supposed to do. So I've had pastors tell things like uh, pastors are dealing with uh, decision fatigue. Like they're just tired of making decisions. Like I feel like that. Uh, I also feel like a lot of us are, kind of feeling not burnt out, but, but a little tired. And then on top of that, we just have no, we have no idea what's going to happen next. So what's on my heart is just sort of this, bleh, it's just a little bit uncertain, a little bit crazy. Um, yeah. But with that said, I'm loving, I'm loving our young adult ministry. I'm loving the conversations that we're having. You know, we took the podcast of listening to God and we've just extended that over the summer and the people are seem to be loving the idea of just like, let's walk through people who hear from God and what does that mean for us and what should we be thinking? And um, so I'm enjoying all that. And, and I'm also kind of loving the little things, the little things in ministry that you kind of forget about. And those are important. So all that's kind of on my heart and I'm just kind of thinking, all right, how do we focus on the right things and do the right things and, you know, be okay in the midst of the world ending. I say that very facetiously and sarcastically, but it's kind of where we're at. All right, so that was the July Monthly Five. We're so excited that you're listening, as you can hear in my voice. Erica, (laughs) I think you had a call to action. We do have a call to action this week. Please subscribe wherever you listen to us so that you can get our episode right away and you know when it's coming. That's true. So subscribe. That is your first call to action. I always get super excited when I see that a new episode loaded up. Mm-hmm. Like last weekend when we had a surprise seven minute episode. We did. Did anybody listen? So good. <gasps> that is literally what it sounds like in the beginning of our episodes. We are ridiculous. So, so yes, subscribe wherever you listen. We'll have another one next week. Subscribe and share. That'll be our next one. First is subscribe. After you've subscribed. We're going to give them you're gonna more do- than one yes. call to action. Next week will be another call to action. Over multiple times of yes. months. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Yamcast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the App Store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at The Yamcast.
still sensitive. And I thought that meant, oh, you just need to put more filling in it. And they're like, no, fillings are still sensitive. So. Oh, delightful. Yes. All the above. Jelly filling, cream puff filling. He should get a mic just for little things. I agree. 